So I feel like I was put on this, not maybe not put on this earth. I was but... put on this earth to plan your funeral. <laughs> Hi. Hello, everyone. I'm so nervous right now. I know. (laughs) Why does it feel so nerve-wracking? Well, welcome to My Therapist Thinks I'm Funny, our new podcast. Hello, guys. Um, I guess we should start by introducing ourselves. Yeah, I guess we should let them know who we are (laughs) to start talking. Um, So my name is Alicia Vanderlinden, and I own a social media agency, and I'm a Capricorn mm-hmm. sun. January a, baby. January baby. Yeah, January Capricorn. Very important. <laughs> uh, I'm a Capricorn moon and a Gemini rising. So that should tell you everything you need to know about me. I feel like I don't even know anything other than my sun sign. I know. So. I was going to say, I was like, I don't think that you know. No, I know it's like, I know, here, I will say what my sun sign is when it gets to my turn. I yeah. know what the other two are. I don't know which, like, if they're sun or moon or rising. But you do know what the other two are. Yeah, I just don't know which. Okay. Do you know what I'm trying to say? I'll be able to identify. You'll, you'll decide what's what. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I'm 25 years old. Oh, yeah. Age is good. Age yeah, is good. I'm 25 years old. I'm turning 26 in January. Uh, mentally, I am still oh, at the age gonna, of 20. I thought you were going to give a synopsis of your mental state. <laughs> My mental health is not good. It's because at the beginning of every podcast, we check in and we're like, okay, mentally today. I am not doing well. To zero uh, out of ten. Yeah, no. I mentally am 20 years old, I feel, okay. still. When yes. someone's like, how old are you? I'm like, 22. And then yeah. I'm like, no, I'm almost 26. Yeah. Ugh. Not going to lie, it's a bit old. It's a little bit old. <laughs> Feels a little bit old. But... Hello. Yeah, that's that's kind of me in a little bit of a nutshell. Yeah, I love it. Um, well, my name is Cassidy Watt, and I am the spring chicken of the podcast. <laughs> I am 23 years old. Um, I am a business owner as well. I own a hair and makeup company. Um, just a couple of boss babes. Just a couple of boss babes podcasting. That's, <laughs> that's who we are. I am a Taurus. Mm-hmm. Is that sun sign? Taurus yeah, sun yeah. sign. I don't know which is which. Virgo and Pisces are my other two. I think that you're a Pisces rising. I'm almost certain that you're a Pisces rising. Okay. Virgo moon, right? Yeah. Okay. Because your exterior, like what you kind of present, is a little bit more quiet maybe is not the right word. Yeah, but like a little bit more reserved. More of a Pisces energy. Yeah. Okay, I could claim that. Yeah. Like a little bit more of an introvert. Yeah. Would be the right word, I guess. But... I feel like mentally I am also almost 26 years old, but... Yeah. You and I are reversed. You're... Technically, I'm older than you, but I genuinely feel like emotionally and mentally younger. No, you're... Yeah, Yeah, I'm younger than you. You're younger than me. Yeah. 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 (laughs) I have to remind myself all the time that you're my brother's age. Yeah. My younger brother. It's kind of weird. I don't feel like the age gap really... Like, I don't notice it with us. I don't notice it at all. No. No, not at all. Only on, like, your birthday. Then I'm like, oh, only oh, on that one old. really, really depressing day of the year. I was just talking to our mutual friend. It was her birthday. And I was like, so do you have the birthday blues? And she was like, yeah, I have yeah. the birthday blues. I cried How old was she turning? Same as me. 26? She's turning. Well, she would be turning 25. Oh, okay. Yeah, I feel like I, I'm in January. So I turned really 25. Old. Yeah. <laughs> Like, really? Like, Like, I'm ancient. Yeah. It was really cool in school because I was the first to be able to drive. I was the first to be able to go to, like, the bar. Mm -hmm. But as I get older... It's not so fun anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think I have, like, age dysmorphia. It's kind of this, like, weird thing. Yeah. I do feel like 25 is, like, 
the turning point. Like, yeah, it's okay. all fun and games, and then it's your 25th birthday. It's your 25th birthday, and then you're officially in, like, your mid-20s. So that's, I feel like that's, like, get your shit together age, you that's, know? Get your shit together age, yeah. and that's why I'm in therapy. <laughs> so That's why we're here recording this podcast about our therapy experience. Yeah, we're... We're going to tell you guys all about our therapy. Well, maybe we can explain to everyone how we met and kind of how we got to where we are today, yes. sitting down to record our first podcast episode. Wow. Um, what a journey. I know. We've come so far in the, what, like three, four years? Oh, I don't remember. Well, I'm sure we're about to dissect yeah. our friendships well, for everyone to hear. So yeah. you reached out to me first, so why don't you yeah, take it away? So I guess that would have been in 20, I think that would have been 2018. Or 2017. Yeah. 2017 or 2018. Yeah, I can't remember. I'm really, I have a really poor memory, so. Because I, I don't think it was 2017 where Cassidy and I lived. There were really bad forest fires. Yeah. There were again this year in 2021. But 2017, they were really bad. And yeah. I don't feel like it was that same, that same time. I can definitely paint the picture, though. It was a fall day. Oh. It was. That makes sense for yes. us. Yeah, fall is our season. Um, it was in a, a chapter's Starbucks. Starbucks. Yep. And I remember driving there. You remember driving there? Yeah. I remember that you were wearing a green cardigan. Isn't that weird? That I, I remember was it? That? I thought I was wearing like a white sweater. No. You were definitely wearing like a dark green. green. Okay. Yeah. It was nice. That was oh, like thanks. nice. Thanks. But, um, yeah, I reached out to you on Instagram because we are both young female business owners. Yeah. And it can be a bit of a lonely road being mm -hmm. an entrepreneur, especially when all of your kind of quote unquote entrepreneur friends are significantly older than you and, yeah. you know, are maybe married and have kids and have different kinds of businesses than we have. Like, I feel like both of our businesses are very young and forward thinking. Mm -hmm. So I remember at that time just feeling very like isolated like I felt very lonely and I was kind of like how do you make friends like how do you find people yeah that are in the same space as you especially when you're not in school especially you know, like, when you're not in school and yeah. when you're working for yourself from home yeah how how, like, how do you do it yeah. how do you do it so being a social media manager <laughs> I took to Instagram and I found quite a few people that I wanted to reach out to and Cassidy was one of them so I think I just reached out and was like hey we're fellow young business owners mm -hmm. do you want to get together for a coffee yeah and just like be best friends basically was totally. the proposal I feel like from my side I had also felt the same way like very lonely yeah. my my now fiance was going to school I had decided to pursue my business I don't I think I was still going to school at that point but, yeah, you were. Yeah, but I was, I felt different than all the other kids because I had a business <laughs> and I felt a bit lost and I um, didn't have a lot of close girlfriends. And so when Alicia reached out to me, she did it on my business account and uh, I completely read it that she wanted me to sign up for social media management with her company. And <laughs> she thought I was trying to pitch her. I That's totally, my pitch. Yeah. Be my client and be my, my best friend. friend. And I think in your message, you even said, like, I'm looking to be friends with you or something, like, along those lines. Well, because I didn't want people to think that that was why I was messaging them. Yeah. I didn't... We all have received those messages. Hey, Carly. Yeah, hey, girl. I have an opportunity for <laughs> I have you. I business opportunity for you, Cassidy. Yeah. So, 
I did not want to give off that impression because that's just that's really not the vibe. <laughs> that's just really not what I'm about. So I do think I was, I did try to yeah, make sure that it was clear that I wanted to be friends. But again, these, some of these women are sneaky. and They, they are. They try to be your friend yeah, before they, they either like, you can be my friend if you sell these little miracle pills. Yeah. Girly. Like, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I think it was my own self-consciousness that came through of me assuming you wanted to sell me something and mm-hmm. how could anyone just message to want to be a friend that's so for me such a vulnerable thing to do and so when yeah. you did it I was like oh there must be an ulterior motive mm-hmm. you literally just wanted to go for coffee yeah. and become friends so. well and then, and then our first coffee I just was like here's every deep dark secret that I've ever yeah. had yeah. in my life yeah I remember leaving and being like well I, I do feel like we just became friends yeah she's a like, really open book she's, say, she's an open book yeah, she should maybe close a page or two but <laughs> I've always been that way though I've, I've maybe it's my Gemini rising I'm just very like I want to communicate yeah. all of it yeah but it fights with my Capricorn moon which is like don't let anyone in don't yeah. tell them anything I do I do tend to do that a lot yeah I think it's good though I think that we um opposites are attracting when Mm -hmm. it comes to us and Mm -hmm. I'm a bit more reserved and a bit more I'm always afraid to like I I always think like I said too much I told them too much and you're quite the opposite so Mm -hmm. I think it was like a good kind of complimentary relationship in that way Mm -hmm. but I feel like it wasn't like we were we weren't just instant friends though we weren't because basically I think what happened from there so honestly I will say that I remember that was such a bad time in my life mental health wise yeah you know that was when my business really started to kind of take off, but it was in that first couple year period where it was taking off, but it wasn't taking off. And it was just like rejection after rejection kind of thing. And I think that I remember just taking kind of retreating back into myself a little bit. And I think you did the same because if I wasn't going to initiate, you weren't going to. There's no way I was going to do it. There's no way Cassidy Watt was going to (laughs) initiate. Absolutely not. So there was, I honestly don't remember the exact timeline, but there was a year period. Yeah, I was going to say, like, it's a pretty substantial amount of time where, like, we were, you know, mutual friends on Instagram. We would like each other's photos. Acquaintances. Yeah, maybe message each other here or there, but I wouldn't really say that it turned into, like, a friendship outside of work. No. um, For at least a year. No, I agree. I think it was, it would have been around a year. And then I, truthfully, again, I don't really remember who would have initiated it was probably me who initiated. I think I remember who initiated. Yeah, I think it, it makes sense. <laughs> but cuz I feel like I eventually got to the point where I was like stop feeling sorry for yourself. If you feel like you don't have any friends, then take steps to to make one. to make friends. Yeah. And I believe that I reached out to you and then we probably I don't know. I think I remember the drive. I was going to say I remember the turning but was, point, but I- we had hung out multiple times before. The, That's what the, I mean. The drive we're going to Yeah, talk it about. wasn't like we went for coffee, didn't talk for a year, and then we, <laughs> we went, went on, on this drive. life-changing drive. Yeah, like, we we would have hung out in between, and yeah. then... I think it was probably for, like, small things. We might have gone for lunch exactly. or, like, to a coffee shop or something, exactly. but it wasn't anything. I think I'd come over to your apartment a couple of times. Yep. Well, why don't you tell everyone about the drive? Yeah, I, again, I remember, like... I feel like the way my memory works is I don't remember every little thing, but I remember, like, big moments. Mm -hmm. And I feel like this is, like, the big moment in our friendship that I remember. Mm -hmm. I can remember the exact road we were on. 
It's, it's I'm literally like looking at it right now. It's yeah. like right outside my house. Yeah. Um, and we were driving and Alicia has this amazing gift of just asking like the best questions to get someone to open up and, and I'm not someone who naturally opens up. <laughs> And she asked me something about my family, and I ended up just telling her all of my family history, and I was like a pretty crazy family history, and we were driving, and we were listening to music, and we had the same music taste, and I told her about like, you know, like my grandma's family, and, and she had kind of told me about her family, and then I remember driving, listening to this music, and talking, and, and telling her things that like I had never really shared with a friend before. And I just remember having this feeling of being like, oh my god, are we best friends? Yeah, did we just become best friends? Yeah, and yeah. I, I I, always look back on that moment, and it's such like a happy memory that I have, mm-hmm. and I do feel like from that drive on, something switched, and for sure, we were closer than, yes. and we've, we've just continued to become closer and closer throughout time, but we went from just like a friend I saw maybe once a month, and you know, things were great, mm-hmm. but they, we weren't super, super close, um, and then all of a sudden we were like inseparable and I feel like that was the turning point but do you remember it in any other way than than that yeah I remember well I remember everything that you just mentioned but I think that it was almost like going from you know this is a just kind of a friend and a person that I'm connected with to oh this could actually be like Mm -hmm. my person yeah because I remember again going back to like kind of dark years that I had (laughs) dark and ominous uh no they weren't too that bad but I remember manifesting I call Mm -hmm. it my 3 a.m friend Mm -hmm. is what I call it yeah so my friend that I can call at three in the morning they will be there for me that person who I don't have to make plans with them super far in advance I can be like hey what are you doing yeah like just that you know everyone Mm -hmm. has that person yeah so I had been looking for that, wanting that, manifesting that. And that drive is when I was like, oh, she's potential. Yeah. 3 a.m. friends, <laughs> maybe. Yeah. Um, and then it's funny. It's not funny. It's ironic mm-hmm. and totally makes sense for us that that is when we became friends because dri- going for drives is like the foundation of our friendship. I was going to say, that's our thing. Yeah. That's like, 100% our thing. There's no one else in my life that... I do the drives like we have a very specific drive very specific drive that we do and I agree I think it's just funny that mm-hmm. our like the boat the moment we both look back on as being the moment we became friends was on a drive on listening a drive. to music talking yeah. about something deep we do that like once a week it's like a mm-hmm. like a habit in our friendship so I do think that's awesome yeah I think it's just uh you know us both working well I work from home quite a bit more I mean yeah. you're more on location for yes. sure and you yeah. have your studio and whatnot but yeah it's, it's just a good way to get out of the house, especially with COVID the last two years, you know, not going out for drinks, out for food as much. And I think yeah. music is a big part of it, I was too. just going to say, I think that the fact that we can incorporate music into yeah. our drives, which I also feel like we've bonded over music, mm-hmm. and that's, like, a really big foundation in our friendship. Yeah. Um, the fact that we, you know, we we always are so in sync. Like, we'll start, we'll start a drive, and we'll, like you know, we'll have a certain playlist or, like, a new album that came out or something that we want to listen to, and we'll listen to it. And it's, like, we both intuitively know, okay, now it's time to turn down the music. Yeah. I have, yeah. She has something to say where we need yeah. to, like, talk about something. Yeah. And then we can both intuitively tell when it's time to, like, okay, maybe next we'll... Song. S- next song. or let's switch the mood or, like, whatever yeah. comes up. Yeah. Um, but I agree. I think there's, like, no better 
therapy other than actual therapy (laughs) than going for a drive and listening to music and talking like in between the songs and stuff. Yeah, no, I totally agree. That has been, yeah, like you said, other than actual Actual therapy, therapy. it is like the next best thing. Yeah. So speaking of Mm -hmm. actual therapy, why don't you share how we got started in therapy? Cassidy and I see the same therapist. Yeah. And Cassidy started going to her first. Yeah, which I'm actually really proud of because in our relationship, I am not the, like, outgoing one. I'm not the one who takes initiative. Mm -hmm. I'm not. But this one, it's all me, baby. It was all you. And I only went because you... Yes, you were very apprehensive. Oh, I was like, eh. I was very, like, I don't think so. You know, not really for me. And then you, when you were like, oh, I I booked an appointment, I was like... Okay, I'll book an appointment too. <laughs> so basically, Alicia and I were going to like a business networking group. I think it met weekly or monthly. Weekly? Bi-weekly. Bi-weekly. Um, we'd gone to a few, I think, before mm-hmm. this happened. Um, and yeah, there was just like some ladies in it. We'd just chat. And then one week we went and there was, I think she was actually already in the group, but she hadn't been there for a few weeks or maybe she was a new member. This girl comes in and she was like super young and trendy and pretty Mm -hmm. and um, the group was definitely a bit older. So we were the youngest people until, she's older than us, but until Mm -hmm. she came, we were like definitely the Mm -hmm. young people in the group. So obviously when she came and she was young and hip and trendy, I was like, who's this girl? You seem cool. And so... Um, we kind of go around the room and everyone, you know, explains what they do and what their business is. And she, um, was a, I don't know, like, how do you, you're better explaining what she is. So when we initially met her at the meeting, she was promoting herself as a hypnotherapist and doing things like past life regressions. Yes. It was definitely very woo. Yeah. It was not, she did not market herself as therapy at that time. I, I genuinely thought it was like she only did hypnotherapy type of appointments and the past life regression stuff yes so that that's what I that's what I thought it was totally when I made my appointment I think the thing for me that drew me in well for one I just really liked her yes and then I'm not someone who would normally gravitate towards going to a hypnotherapist like Mm -hmm. not really now I would but at that time no Alicia really introduced me to, like, spirituality and more woo-woo things, but at mm-hmm. that time I was very new in this space, and that would not have been something. For one, her pricing was very cheap, and I was yeah. like, I don't think I can go to a hypnotherapist for under, like, a $1,000. No, there's no way. And her prices were very reasonable, and plus I just felt really, like, drawn, drawn to, her. to her. I don't mm-hmm. know, I really, really enjoyed just her presence. And so I was, like, a little freak, and, like, 10 minutes <laughs> after the meeting, I messaged her, and I was like... Because she was being really cool. She was like, yeah, just message me if you want to come. And I was like, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, like, yeah. We'll see. Hey, and then girl. like five minutes later in my car, I was like, hey, can I book an appointment? <laughs> yeah. And I remember Alicia, as she said, was like a bit apprehensive and she didn't really seem like she was going to... I was kind of hoping you would reach out and it didn't seem like you were going to. So I was no. like... I didn't even know that you had reached out that soon after because it wasn't until you and I went for coffee at the coffee shop, that coffee yes. shop. Yeah. Um, a week later that you were like, oh, I booked an appointment. And I was like, yeah, no, I did it before. Like I even drove home that day. Um, wow. It's a bit, it's a bit much. Um, and then, yeah, once I had told you, you were like, okay, yeah, like I'll book an appointment as well. Um, and then I went and it, it, in the best way possible wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, and it had a lot more to it than hypnotherapy. I don't even, I haven't actually even been hypnotized once. So. Yeah. So 
when I, my first session, same thing, I was like, I'm going to go in here and she's going to hypnotize me to be skinny. <laughs> Literally, that was, that's exactly why I went. I was like, I'm going to wake up and I'm going to be 100 pounds lighter. <laughs> I'm never going to want to eat McDonald's again because yeah. she's going to hypnotize that out right out of me. That's, ge- and like, uh, that's genuinely yeah. what I believed was going to happen. Me too. And I was like, hell yeah, skinny girl, here I come. And then when I went in there, it was a two-hour session. I was like, okay, so when does the hypnotherapy kind of start? And she was like, I'm not just going to hypnotize you right off the bat. And I was like, what do you, that's the whole reason I'm here. And she was like, your energy is just like way all over to all over the place for me to, for us to even talk about hypnotherapy. Yeah. So she kind of explained it as like, I was just very not grounded and my Mm. energy was very in my head and kind of like chaos above type of feeling. Yeah. Which makes sense because of all of the mental illnesses, <laughs> anxiety is yours. for sure my my bay, yeah, my ride or die. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, yeah, you know, that kind of that makes sense to me. Yeah. And then we ended up, and then that's how it started. And it was it was basically two hours of therapy is yeah. what it was. And like talk therapy is kind of what we're doing. talk therapy, yeah. It was two hours of talk therapy, and then at the end, we do breath work, mm-hmm. basically. I think the breath work is to integrate all the things. Yeah, and you do a bit of, like, um, I don't know how you would explain it, but she'll say, like, you know, I record this as my new way to be or whatever. It's mm-hmm. almost like... Affirmations, uh, in a way. Downloading, yeah. Like, downloading yeah. what you've talked about, mm-hmm. affirmations, words of encouragement to yourself, basically, mm-hmm. um, rather than just getting up and, like, walking out of the room yeah. at the end of the session. I think it's meant to kind of, like, ground you before she sends you back out into, into the, the real world. world. Kind of yeah. It's funny, too, with the breath work. I... I hate the breath work to this day. I love the breath work. I know you do. I, I, I really love it. Like, I feel like I almost feel like I just did, like, cocaine. And I walk out and I'm like, I am, I've never been happier. I'm a freaking <laughs> ray of sunshine. Yeah. I get in my car. I have a specific playlist that I listen to after I do my oh breath my work. Gosh. And it's all, like, George Harrison, mm-hmm. hippie music. Mm-hmm. And I wonder why there's ever been a war started in the world <laughs> and I love everyone. You're like, why didn't they just breathe? Yeah, literally. <laughs> Do a little breath sesh yeah. and there will be no more war. Yeah. So it's funny that we see it in such different and everything about us with it, like even though we go to the same therapist, our experience is completely different. Mm-hmm. I like to go on Monday mornings. Mm-hmm. Alicia likes to go on like Friday evenings. Yeah. Yeah. Like we complete opposite <laughs> and we love different parts of it, which mm-hmm. I think is really fun because then we can like when we t- see each other and we talk about our therapy sessions Mm -hmm. it's like you get a different perspective and we're we're seeing the same person but going through different experiences rather than just having like Mm -hmm. a copy and pasted experience well and the way that she because you know she's so adaptable and obviously therapists kind of have to mold themselves based on their client yeah um I think that the way that she even like approaches she even approaches our sessions is very different. Like, oh, totally. I know that with me she's a little more harsh. Like yeah. I think with yeah. me she's a little more harsh. Yeah, I agree. Um, but I think you can handle it. 
well, I need it. Yes. I wouldn't listen to her otherwise. No, exactly. If, if she wasn't like... But there is times when I think she can tell when she needs to soften and when she needs to be harsh. Mm-hmm. Or sometimes my energy, like, I feel like I can be a bit of an angry person and I'll go in there and I'll be like, I hate everyone. Yeah, yeah, And he'll yeah. Be, she'll be, like, very calm. Mm-hmm. And, and then there's other times where I can be really quiet and then she'll come at me with a bit more energy. Yeah. And so I think she's really good at reading the person mm-hmm. and the situation and kind of adapting to that as well. Well, that's what I really love about it, is that it's not... So I guess we should also say that she's technically not a registered therapist. Yeah, yeah. So I, was, we, I, did, I was thinking about that. I was like, we need to definitely explain. Make the, make sure yes. that's clear. Yes. She, she's not a registered therapist, so she took this hypnotherapy breath work course. She continues her education, yeah. and they have like kind of all these teachings that I feel more so aligned with what I believe. Mm-hmm. I do very much believe in traditional you know medicine and traditional psychology I think the human brain is fascinating I think there's a lot of biological stuff that goes on you know people obviously have chemical imbalances yeah all that kind of stuff but for me there does need to be an element of the woo-woo yeah the spirituality in it for me exactly that's that's just a really big part of it yeah so yeah she's technically not a registered therapist but I will say she's better than any traditional therapist I've ever gone to and you know we pay the price that one therapy session would be worth for one hour and Mm -hmm. we get two Two hours hours with her yeah exactly which I think is huge because it takes me at least 45 minutes to even to even get to the real deeper things exactly and it, it to me it goes by so quickly like I remember initially when I went to the first one I was like two hours like I'm I'm pretty good. Like I only yeah. have two hours worth of shit to talk about. And then literally I blinked, and she was like, "Well, time time to breathe." And then the breathing is like the last fifteen minutes, and then mm-hmm. and then you're done. Um, I literally think I could go for four or five hours weekly, oh, easily, and one hundred percent. Yeah, but it's funny. In the beginning, I thought two hours was like I'm not gonna need that. Like, and now it's two hours every other week for yeah. two years, yeah. basically. Exactly. <laughs> I know it's kind of crazy to think how long we have been yeah. going to her. I know. Um, yeah, it's been, it's been honestly, like, not to be sentimental, but one of the, I think, the biggest things that has come into my life that's offered me, like, crazy amount of growth since I've started oh, seeing her. absolutely. No, yeah. I totally agree. I think she has just changed my perspective on so many things, and I think having you go mm-hmm. to her and mm-hmm. a lot of my friends. I was going to say, a lot of your friend group now goes to her her. because you and I were like she's the best yeah (laughs) everyone go see her we're like everyone needs to see her so I love that but especially you um and another Mm -hmm. friend of ours you two specifically going to see her yeah has been great because then we can talk about it Mm -hmm. dissect it when I say certain things and certain concepts you know what I'm talking about yeah I was just gonna say we can use the tools that we learn in therapy in our real life relationship exactly and I mean she can she obviously has like confidentiality so she cannot you know say like well Alicia said this about you (laughs) yeah but and I know that she can so I'll say to her like before I even say anything I'll be like I know that you can neither confirm nor nor deny deny. (laughs) but this is how I'm feeling and then because she knows that Alicia has the same tools as me and has learned these same concepts, she can say, well, why don't you try doing it this way? And mm-hmm. I know that Alicia's going to be receptive because she's also learned these same tools. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you have a friend who doesn't go to therapy, which I feel like we all do, mm-hmm. um, it can be a bit hard to sometimes bring up these topics and not yeah. have them, you know, act out of their ego or yeah. you know, take things personally or whatever. And mm-hmm. so I agree. I, I 
I'm definitely envious that your whole friend group pretty much goes mm-hmm. to her because you can really, um, you know, work with them to make sure that uh, these concepts are being brought into your guys' relationship. Mm-hmm. And again, I think that's just what I love about it is that it it doesn't have to go by the traditional boundaries of therapy. Yeah. Yeah. It can be more free-flowing and open and we can actually have a relationship with her yeah. that's a little bit maybe deeper or more yeah. than someone would have with a traditional therapist. And I don't know if that's for everyone. No, I don't and know. some people might not like that, but I feel yeah. like for us it does really work. It does. And she shares a lot from her own personal experience, which is nice as well, because, you know, she can say, well, when when my wife and I get into a fight, this is, you mm-hmm. know, the tools that I would use. Or mm-hmm. when my friends and I are having a problem, this is how I solved it. Mm-hmm. And again, I think some people may not want to hear that from their therapist, mm-hmm. but for me it's really helpful because I can, like, see her as a human being, not just exactly. a doctor sitting in front of me being like, yeah, you're real fucked up. Like, yeah. it's, it comes at it with a little bit more personal mm-hmm. experience. Yeah. And she, again, she reads the situation and, and comes at it from, you know, like, this might be helpful for you if you're a situation, not just, like, her talking the whole time. But yeah. Yeah. Something that would be helpful. Yeah, it's definitely, yeah, it's definitely different than traditional therapy, but I, I don't think I'll ever... No. Stop. Like, I can't really see myself ever not going. No, totally. totally. I don't think I've missed an appointment ever in the, no. in the two years and, either. And you've gone sometimes, like, weekly, haven't you? I did go. So when I went through my breakup, mm-hmm. I had a couple months or a month yeah. where I went weekly. Yeah. And I needed that at the time for sure. Yeah. And then I also had one period where she was going away and I think I was away. And so I went a four week period without, without seeing her. her. Oh my God. Yeah. I felt, so by the end of the third week, I was like losing yeah. my mind yeah. and yeah. it was like, I am never doing this again. Yeah. But yeah, no. So I think, yeah, four weeks is the longest. And then going weekly was obviously really good. And then when we did the group therapy, yeah. We did a group therapy with her and some of her other clients, and that was really good as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it all just kind of came into our lives when it needed to as well, because oh, yeah. we started going to see her in January, yeah. and then my ex and I... Oh, I thought you were going to say the, the cult. The cult, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think we joined the cult in February. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Don't worry, guys. We'll, we'll, we'll tell explain. you all about the cults. In its own episode. In its own it needs episode. its own full undivided attention. It's a really long story, but basically Cassidy and I almost joined a cult at one yes. point. And, yes. and we definitely needed to call our therapist to help us yeah. get off of that ledge. A yeah, bit. it was... We'll tell you guys all about it. It was kind of... It was a weird <laughs> was situation. A but it was, it was that spring that... That you guys broke up. We broke up. Yeah. It was kind of complicated, right? Because we broke up in the spring in terms of, like, household. Like, Mm -hmm. he moved to his place. I moved to my place. My brother, who was living with us, moved to his place. And then my parents moved into that. It was a lot of chaos at that time. But then we officially stopped, like, contacting each other at the beginning of August. Yeah. So it was just good that we had been kind of... I had been seeing her because I... Yeah, I mean, I don't know what that breakup would have looked like without without therapy. In fact, because I'm a total psycho type A personality, we had (laughs) scheduled our breakup 
And well, it was like we have to work this in between work and meetings and like, You're like okay, I've got a shower at eight a.m. Break, break up, up at two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we basically had like a morning where it was like I don't know. It was just like closure, I guess, like yeah. the last goodbye. Yeah. And then I had my therapy session. Yeah, like, like you right kind of in it that way in advance. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I'm gonna be strategic about this. I don't really remember much because it's. Just all a blur that I, I feel like. Even I've... for me, I didn't break up with anyone, and I feel like it was a blur for me. It was being there for you during that time. It was a yeah, lot. yeah. It, when I look back on it, I feel like I was. I don't really remember much because yeah. it's just yeah, it's very blurry for me. Totally. I'm sure we'll have a whole episode where we can talk about. The oh breakup yeah, we'll too. do a deep dive, baby. Oh, we'll do a deep dive into the breakup. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. So yeah, I think that it was it came in like you came into my life at the right time. Yeah. The therapy came into my life at the right time. All this of podcast came into your life yeah. at the right time. Oh my god, seriously because seriously. I feel like while I had been texting you lots and I was just like I hate my life. I'm so unfulfilled. <laughs> like I just was feeling so bored. Yes. Like the word is bored. bored. And yeah. I think that a lot of people have been or you know still feel that way because of COVID. Yeah. But I just felt it felt like more than COVID to me though. Like I feel yeah. I'm 25, I'm going through my quarter life crisis, okay? <laughs> and I was just like, I need something that is not, you know, a business yeah. because this is something that I do is I tend to try to monetize all my hobbies yeah. and then they're not fun hobbies anymore. Yeah. They're a responsibility and then... And work. It's and work. work. Yeah. Right? So I was like, okay, you know... Yeah. Something I, just fun. Something fun yeah. that I can do that's not alone. Yes. Because obviously working from home, I'm alone a lot. Yeah. And I just... Who even... I think... Well, I feel like every best friend duo was like, we should start a podcast. I think it was on one of our famous drives, yeah, and we were just being yeah, funny, yeah. as we are. Yeah. And I think we were just being a bit full of ourselves. Yeah. And we should start a podcast. Someone would want to hear this. And I'm like, no, I actually think that we do have classic something. <laughs> I think this is yeah. what every person says. I actually do have something really valuable yeah. to bring to the table. <laughs> like, So everyone would listen to my podcast? Very important things to say, but... <laughs> There's I mean, no way to explain that and sound humble, so. Yeah, no, but yeah, I think, I think you were the one who was like, okay, no, like, let's really do this, though. Yeah, I think I'm the, I listen to more podcasts than you. Yeah. And so, like, I, I actually never really listened to podcasts. I did, I listened to, like, Jenna Kutcher's podcast when of I was course. first starting my business to, like, learn, and then once I stopped listening to that and, like, my business was kind of, like, good, um, I stopped listening to podcasts, and then... Um, for my job, I drive a lot, and I'm a very sleepy person, and so I was having a hard time staying awake when I was driving, so I started listening to podcasts, and I was having a hard time finding one that I liked, and then I ended up finding a few that I really love, and I listen to them every day, mm-hmm. and I, I listen to a couple where it's like a best friend um, kind of dynamic and, mm-hmm. and stuff, and I was like, that would be so fun. Mm-hmm. There was no one else I feel like I could do this with other than mm-hmm. Alicia. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I just was, Alicia, we kind of brought it up, like you said, mm-hmm. and then I was like, no, but actually, I think this could be really fun. Same thing, I don't have like a hobby that is like outside of my job or my mm-hmm. family or something like just completely separate. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah, I just thought it'd be fun to like, rather than just like listening to these people all the time, why not take a stab at it myself? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I really do like, you know, back to not being so humble, but I actually do feel like with things that we've learned in therapy, yeah. how much work we've done, and just the fact that I genuinely believe that our experience is not unique. Like yeah. our 
you know, sense of humor is not unique. I don't think that our experiences with friendship or being, you know, a young woman in her 20s is unique. Our mental health situations are not unique. And that's not to say that they're not valid, but Mm -hmm. it's just to say that sometimes it's just nice to know or hear of other people that are going through the same thing and someone can listen to this podcast or send us an email and we can say oh, you know, look at that. There's other people that feel yeah, this way. Yeah, thousands of people going through the same thing as mm-hmm. you. And mm-hmm. I think I think that sense of community is really important. Oh. And I feel like, you know, TikTok gets a lot of shit, but that oh. is the biggest thing that I've taken from TikTok is that, I, like you said earlier, I've never had an original thought. Yeah, it's, and all, it's all universal. We yes. all have, we've all had the same experiences. Exactly, and it can feel lonely. It can feel like you're the only person you know, on this journey or that, you know, no one else has ever felt this way and everyone looks like their lives are so put together. And, and even for me recording this, I feel vulnerable because I am someone who likes to make it look like everything's perfect. Perfect. And for me to come on here and say like, I go to therapy, Mm -hmm. mental illness and like, it's a little scary for me, but at the same time by like TikToks and podcasts that I found and stuff, I realized that everyone feels this way. Everyone Mm -hmm. is going through the same thing. There's millions of 20-something girls out there mm-hmm. who are going through the same or similar situations to us. And I mm-hmm. like that we bring different things to the table. I'm engaged. You just went through a breakup. Yeah. We can bring different sides of yeah. the table to it. Yeah. Um, and yeah, just like kind of create um, that feeling of, you know, like no matter where you are in life, you're not alone. Yeah. Everyone does not have their shit together. It may look like it, but it's I don't just think anyone. I don't no. think anyone has Even their the shit most together. successful people that I've asked are like, I literally just make it up as I go. I can't remember if it was, it wasn't a podcast because I definitely don't listen to as many podcasts as you do, but yeah. it probably would have been, this was before TikTok. I don't remember. I, it must have been a video on Facebook, something like that, Yeah. where this really, he was like older slash middle aged and he was considered really successful. I feel like he was a doctor mm-hmm. and so he was doing this interview thing on this video and someone asked him about being successful and I remember he said something along the lines of you don't know it but everyone is winging it everyone's just winging it yep because the thing is there's really no cookie cutter black and white like road and journey that's going to work for every single person like the white picket fence is what we've been sold and that's going to work for some people but that's definitely not going to work for everyone and some people maybe just don't want that but they feel like they have to have to want that yeah so I think that I remember he said yeah he said something like lawyers winging it doctors (laughs) whether you want to believe it or not winging it yeah and he was just like everyone's winging it yeah I remember being like wow I'm also winging it so that makes me feel really good yeah and yeah I just think that there's something to be said about I don't know if people can tell we're Canadian about <laughs> so I'm a boo. Yeah, I'm something about um, whenever I'm on calls with my American clients, yeah. they're like tee hee. <laughs> it's funny because like I don't notice it at all. Oh, I don't notice it either. No, even like the people are like oh you always say a, and I'm like no I don't. But then I'll be like going to the store today, eh? And I then, know, I know, and I'm just like oh <laughs> yeah. But uh, I think that TikTok and therapy. 
and our friendship, yeah. and astrology, and like all of the things have, and Taylor, and Taylor Swift's Swift. new albums, Taylor Swift's <laughs> new albums, oh my god. We're just gonna say it now, if you're anti-Taylor Swift, this won't be the podcast Yeah, this you. will not, maybe, maybe it will, because maybe it will change your mind. Yes, very true, but. We have some good arguments, but there, there will be no Taylor Swift slander Yeah, here. unacceptable, we won't accept it. Side story, I was at the hairdressers last week, oh, and yes. She's doing my hair, and there was music playing, and they were playing, like, a 2000s, like, throwback mix. And I was like, oh, I love the music, like, love me some Britney Spears, free Britney, haha. And then she's like, yeah, they were playing too much Taylor Swift, so I changed the channel. Oh, and then I was like, oh, the nerve. No. Like, you know that meme, and it's Arthur, and his fist oh, is yeah, like, like, that was me. I was like, you, we, we don't fuck with Taylor yeah. in this space. Yeah. And so... Change the subject before. Yeah, yeah I just moved on because yeah. I, you know, I don't want to get a fight in the hairdresser's office. Mm-hmm. But we don't have to love Taylor Swift, but we will not accept any hate. Yeah, like she, you know, it was so funny. We obviously, as a society, went through that phase where we all hated Taylor I Swift hated her too, and it was cool to hate Taylor Swift. It was, and, and I'm it was, sorry, and I regret. Yeah, that if I if I could write her, I mean, I could write her a letter, but could. I would I would express my condolences for the way I treated her apologies in 2016 or whatever year that was like so wrong and the more that I learn about like feminism feminism and capitalism and the patriarchy yes I'm just like I was such a sucker like I was a sucker I fell for the Taylor Swift hate yeah and I see the light now oh I more than see the light she is the light light. um side note to your side note yes Cassie and I also see the same hairdresser (laughs) so It's really... It's a lot. It's really something. Yeah. We... It's funny. We do have such... Like, we're different in a lot of ways, but in a, in many ways, we are the same, exact we're the same, same person. I feel like... Is it paternal twins when they're, like, the same, but then different? <sighs> I have no idea. Paternal, paternal, whatever. Twins it is where it's, like, they have the they're same twins, DNA. twins, but they don't look the same? Yes. Okay. That's I think us. Paternal. Paternal? I don't know. But, yeah, that is us. Yes. Yes. Where it's like, we have the same DNA, we have the same thoughts, we have the same core values, but, like, we just present in different ways. And we have different yes. qualities about us, but, like, mm-hmm. when you peel back all the all the layers of the mm-hmm. onion, oh, God. To, quote, to quote famous poet <laughs> Shrek, um, we are the same. Yes. Deep down. Yep, I agree. I think parallel is the word that I use a yes. lot with us. Yes, I Because, like, that. we're not the same line, but we're very, yeah, like, we're parallel to totally. each other, for sure. Totally. So. Even though I'm a million years older than you, yeah, I think it's still it's okay. I can plan your funeral, so it's oh. okay. Well, I really want um, oh, what's the the song? Well, yeah, what's my funeral song that I want? It's uh, Delta Dawn by Thank Tanya you. Tucker. Yes, Delta. If Dawn. you've never heard that, you need to pause right now and go listen to that. If you've never heard that song, you're probably too young to even be yeah maybe listening to this i just closed this app <laughs> yeah, like that, that, if that doesn't make sense to you then i really don't know what to tell you yeah um yeah that's that's what i want my funeral song to be because it yes. just is so extra it's like so dramatic i want everyone to wear the big floppy hat oh yeah i want to have one of those little veil things that goes yes. over my face like yes. a black one mm-hmm. yeah that'll be me perfect yeah so but yes. uh, that's why the universe made me younger than you is so that you can die first. And, and then, and then I, I know what your mm-hmm. wish. And yeah. then I can, because I'm definitely the music lover. Mm-hmm. Like, we both love music, but I'm, like, a bit obsessive. Yeah. And you, like, I like music, but you, like, 
the education even around the music. Like, you want to know the artist. You want to know everything about their life. You want to know the making of the album. Like, you want to know everything, whereas I just want to listen to the good music. Yeah. 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 So, I feel like I was put on this, not maybe not put on this earth. I was put on this earth to plan your funeral. (laughs) And to press play on Delta Dawn (laughs) as they lower your body or whatever the fuck Oh my gosh, do not lower my body, please. For the love of God, cremate me. Okay, me too. Ethan wants to be cremated. Or buried. No, Ethan. I know. Ethan's my fiance. Oh my gosh, no. That makes me so... No, 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 Like, no. terrified and Disgusting. claustrophobic and... No offense if you want to be buried, but... <laughs> but, hard, but you're wrong. But hard pass, <laughs> but also hard pass. No, I was, like, very extra and... I don't know if I quite feel this way now, but, you know, when I first started thinking about death at the ripe old age of 10, um, <laughs> I knew instantly, I am, I've thought about death for a long time. I'm a hardcore, like, afraid death of death. Girl? Yeah. Death girl? Oh. Yeah. No, not death girl. Hardcore, like, afraid of death. And so when oh, okay, I was younger, yeah. I thought about death a lot because I was so afraid of it that I would, like... I have memories of sitting in my childhood hallway, like, literally laying on the ground crying because I just was, like, I'm so afraid to die. It was, like, you know, those videos of people laying out in the rain? It was, like, that, but in my hallway. Just trying, like, one day, I will die. Like, I just was, like, the thought of there being nothing and it just being over Mm -hmm. is too much It is a bit scary. It's too much for me. I understand why people turn to religion Religion. and, uh, you know, spirituality even because... It's nicer to think that there's something. Oh my gosh, that thought yeah. gives me the heebie-jeebies so much. And I remember, where was I going with this? Death? <laughs> is this about your funeral? I think it is about my funeral. Oh, being cremated. Okay, yes. Oh, cremated, yeah. So when I started thinking about my funeral, I knew I wanted to be cremated. Yeah. Definitely didn't want to be in a coffin. And I was very, like, you know, Hallmark movie. I don't know if this is a Hallmark movie <laughs> thing. But I wanted my loved ones to spread my ashes okay. yes. around the world. Oh, like, not in a specific place. Okay. I wanted to leave a detailed travel. This is like, eat, pray, love for Alicia's dead body. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Like, take my ashes, spread them around the world. Yeah. I don't think I want that as much now. Now I think I'm more interested in, like, you know, how they can make jewelry yes. out of people's ashes yeah. or even, like, plant you plant in a tree. tree. Like, if yeah. we have a family homestead or something yeah. that's going to be in our family for generations or something, yeah. even though I don't want kids, so I don't really know how that all works <laughs> out. But... That's kind of, those are the options that I'm currently <laughs> investigating. Ponding, pondering. Yeah. yeah, I'm looking, for, yeah. those are the things I'm looking into um, <laughs> as I approach my 26th birthday. Yeah. So, yeah, that's kind of, uh, those are the important things. Those are the important things, but yeah, yeah. no death gives me the heebie-jeebies for sure. Yeah, I feel like this is very classic of us to somehow get to what is the meaning of life, what happens after you die. I feel like every time we talk, it, it comes around yeah, yeah, to, yeah. to, to this. this. Yeah, But I remember that I was, you know, I had come to this belief in, you know, towards the end of high school when I started watching Oprah and at the beginning of university where I was like, okay, I had accepted spirituality and I was like, I don't think there's nothing after. I really don't believe that. And then in my first, no, sorry, this would have been my second year of university. I had a friend at the time who was in, I believe she was getting her degree in something with science. So very... Science, yeah, yeah, obviously not woo, not woo woo, not philosophy. Yeah, she was in like hardcore physics, science. Yeah, and I did MDMA, mm-hmm. and I went to the bar. Mm-hmm. In the lineup into the bar, I decided I did not want to be, 
at the bar. Yeah. So I walked home because I lived like two blocks from the bar at that yeah. time. And I was just by myself and I was having a good time on my own. And I decided to call this friend because mm-hmm. I was just like, <laughs> like, you know yeah. how people drunk yes. dial? I was like, I'm going to high dial people. <laughs> and so I called her and <laughs> so stupid of me. I literally was like, so what do you think is, what do you think happens after death? Yeah. Why would I ask her that when I'm, when I'm high on MDMA and I know that she's a science person? Yeah, like Such you a, knew that her reply was... It was not going to be what I wanted no, to hear. No, like you wanted to hear like, you lift off into the sky. Yeah, your spirit soars yeah. to yeah. your version of heaven and yeah. you live happily ever after with your loved ones. Yeah, and, and you knew that was not the response she was going to get. You. Yeah, but I was like, just feeling, I don't know what I was thinking. I was like, what do you, what do you think happens after you die. Yeah. And she was like, nothing. And I was like, well, I don't know if I believe that. And she was like, well, what do you remember before you were born? I don't like this. Doesn't that make you want to vomit? <laughs> I just made like a vomity face. Literally. And I, because that, and that one point that she made for years, I was like, oh my God. And it kind of makes sense. It does make sense. I don't remember being in the womb. I don't remember nothing. But I also don't remember being one years old, but I was alive. But you were alive, true. So I was like, okay. So I went after that one brief conversation in second year of university when I was high out of my little mind. Yeah. I I went through years of this existential thing where I was like, nothing happens after death. And then I slowly started to kind of rediscover my spirituality yeah. and things like that. But yeah, it, I was like, ooh, well, don't like, you like said that. said earlier, even if really nothing happens after we die, it's just nicer to believe that we ascend into the clouds with all of our loved ones. Yeah, and, it's like, that just yeah. makes me so much more happy than, yeah. than not. But yeah, people who were like, but you won't know because you're dead. You won't even know <laughs> there's nothing because you're dead. I'm like, that's the scary part. Yeah, like, like uh-huh. you're not hearing me. That's like the worst part. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah so... That's kind of... <laughs> a lot to think about. <laughs> so why don't you guys just take that and ponder that for, you know, 48 hours, sit on it. Yeah, and, and um, see, send see us where, an email. Yeah, see how you feel with that. Oh my God. <laughs> Classic. Uh, well, Classic I feel like this has been really fun. Yeah, I've really enjoyed the conversation. Yeah, I hope that you guys did too. Obviously, we're still like working out the kinks and we're learning. Mm-hmm. We're just little students. Yeah, we're podcast newbies. Yeah. And... I think we're just going to take it as it comes. Yeah. And I think we have some exciting things planned, too. We really want to talk mm-hmm. about, like, we've got actually, like, a pretty big list of things that we want to mm-hmm. talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them to do with things we learned in therapy. Some of them to do with just, like, fun things that we've kind of talked about in our own okay. digressions between each other. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, just kind of sharing that with you guys. And I hope I hope it's entertaining. And I, I think it will mm-hmm. be. Yeah, I hope it... I. More than anything, I hope it's entertaining. Me too. Like, I just want people to laugh yeah. and cry and just, like, the emotions that we go through on a daily basis. We just want you to through. cry. We just yeah. want you to cry. If you leave this podcast crying, <laughs> the we've, we've done our job. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. So demented. <laughs> um, no, I think, yeah, I think it's going to be fun. It's yeah. just going to be like having a conversation with your best friend with, hopefully, at some point, many, 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 many people Yeah. also listening in on the conversation. Yeah, if it's, like, if you're listening to this and it's, like, five years from present day... Ooh, manifesting it. Yeah. Putting it out there. And you're, like, where did these girlies start? Well, this is it. This is the start. We are in Cassidy's living room. Yep. On a kind of makeshift setup. Pretty makeshift. <laughs> 
pretty makeshift. Pretty makeshift. Yeah. I don't think our second episode will be as makeshift yeah, as this Yeah, we're going to get our moment. shit together by mm-hmm. next week. Mm-hmm. And we've got some good stuff coming. Yeah. And please, if you are listening to this in the future, I hope that you just say, wow, they've come so far. Yes. I think that's exactly what it's going to be. Yeah. But you have to start somewhere. And this is where we're starting. 100%. Yeah. And God bless. Godspeed. (laughs) (laughs) 